You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, Seminole Headlines podcasters? Thanks so much for listening to the program. As always, the podcast brought to you in part by our friends at the Morgan Law Group. Today, no different. Appreciate them enabling us to do this for you. What else they'll do for you is uh, work hard throughout the state to ensure uh, that the insurance companies are doing the right thing and they're not acting in bad faith. Uh, they will they'll get after the insurer if they are. They'll inspect and assess the loss on your behalf. By the way, they are throughout the state just because an insurance company tells you no or there's a certain amount that they're willing to give out doesn't mean that's the end of the story. Find out more. Go to policyadvocate.com. That'd be policyadvocate.com. Or call 888-904-2524. Onward we go with Seminole Headlines. It's time for Seminole Headlines, presented by Capital City Bank, featuring ESPN Tallahassee's Jeff Cameron, Warchant.com's managing editor, Ira Chauffel, and senior writer, Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, that is Seminole ESPN Radio begins right now. Yay, sausage! Ooh. I got straight to it, boys. That's uh, Ira laughing, there's Corey smiling. We're all together. The gang's all here. And the uh, Register Sausage has been saving you guys bundles of money left and right. It's crazy, the promo deals. They didn't do one I for didn't Corey's birthday. I didn't get a birthday. promo code for my birthday, which was weird. I don't quite understand that. I feel like... Uh, you feel like it's a personal slight? Absolutely. How could I not? <laughs> you just got one three days ago for your birthday. I did. What was your promo code again? Uh, suck at Clemson. That was right. That's right. Yeah. I don't suck even know what Clemson. mine would have been, though. What's the thing I've said that's famous other than Maryland's going to be yeah, a problem? Yeah, that stuff. That we, we don't need to hearken back to that. But, uh, you know, I don't think I have anything that's in the Something lexicon. with a squirrel. Something with a squirrel. Well, maybe. yeah, yeah. Squirrel, rabbit squirrel or something. Maryland's going to be a problem. I don't know. You're right. You're really lacking. <laughs> I don't think I'm lacking. I think I'm, I'm a consistent... <laughs> A consistent force. It's, it's like until last night, there had never really been a Kevin Durant game. You know well, what I mean? There had yeah, never yeah. been a game where you're like, oh, my gosh, this is incredible. And then he had that one. But it's not like he hadn't been great for the last 12 years. That's kind of how I see myself. Yeah. I'm the Durant. Ira, would you I, I, agree with a level I, of consistency man, we've been there? Saying, yeah. Jeff and I have been saying that for a long time. Well, you you didn't time, know it, but we knew it. Right. We, went to, we went to dinner together without you one time. Mm. And I said, you know, let's take the Seminole Headlines crew, all of us, and let's apply what we are. What's our comp in basketball? Right. And Ira quickly said, well, we can get this out of the way. Corey's Durant. Yeah. And I, right. we, we just nodded. I mean, it's we just, just an, an incredible talent. Yeah. yeah. A little um, maybe mercurial. Self, maybe a little self-centered. A little self-centered. Yeah. I do some weird things on Twitter. Could be difficult. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, speaking of registered sausage, though, uh, so last night we all hung out. We at, did. At a local establishment. Time, yeah. Um, and then uh, I went and picked Stephanie up from another local establishment. Yep. She was saying goodbye to a friend. Got home around, watched the end of the game at yep. that establishment, then went home, 
Feeling a little hungry because I didn't eat dinner at our place. A little andouille? Uh, little so, andouille? Uh, no, it was the jalapeno cheddar. Stephanie nice. cooked up some eggs and some jalapeno Ooh. cheddar to eat at midnight, which is perfect. It's good That's for you. That's when you want to eat it's it. It's really good for you. And it's around midnight. sleep right yeah. then, right after. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> especially the, especially the jalapeno the cheddar. Jalapeno. <laughs> just let it sit up in you let while you're sit. sleeping. Yeah, just lay there. Around 3 in the morning, you get that taste again. You're like, yeah, oh, that's, oh, that's good. the good that's stuff. Good. <laughs> I'm eating it twice. But it is, hey, any time of day. What's the point of that? Any time of day, any time of night. Register sausage is there for you if you live in the panhandle north florida central florida you can get it directly at your local grocery store probably most of them and if you yeah, can't true. you need to start complaining mm. you know the sit-down yeah, strike is always an option here. yeah uh but you can also a letter writing yeah. campaign might be a sit-down strike is probably the best option <laughs> what's this guy complaining about is he mad at the government no 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 this no. place doesn't have registered sausage he's tired of, well that's uh, a fair I, point well, geez good point buddy i may join you arm in arm uh, but if you live outside of the southeast, you can order it at registermeats.com. And if and if we ever, uh, you know, Ben the Sausage Guy ever gets off his rump mm. and comes up with a, a promo code for Corey's birthday, then I you mean, might get fine. a special well, promo. You don't it's want past. to beg. Don't beg. Maybe you don't did it because beg. it was a big one for you. I mean, you are 50. Yeah, I'm 50. That's true. 42 I isn't yeah. as big a deal as 50. Yeah. Yeah, 42. 42. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, nice I can't try. remember. Yeah. I was like, really, 42? <laughs> took y'all huh? a half a beat yeah. at least. No, no, I knew that was wrong. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. how long is it going to let this sit here? Uh, no, no, that's all right. So I understand. It was a it was a milestone for you, so that makes more sense. You it can't was. just do it. We, I mean, it's three a year. He can't be giving promo codes. He's basically for giving away sausage yeah. every, to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Mm. We can't have all that. It's crazy. So I know lots of people who uh, stocked up using yeah. promo codes for Ira and right. mine. And, uh, you know, he, Ben may have lost money. He had one for you, too? Yeah, yeah I was the first one. Man. Okay, so, but yeah. again, but it was your 50th, too. It was. Yeah. So, okay, so I see four the years, point. So, in four years, code. I'll get yeah, the promo you'll, code. you'll get your promo code. If any of us are still alive. Four. <laughs> four, four. There's a question. I, I printed out the questions. There's from a question. uh, Twitter and Facebook? Uh, no, I didn't print the questions Twitter, from Twitter. They, never get, they Twitter? never get printed. I guess you, you can print Twitter but I questions. tried to print the Twitter questions, and it showed up annoying. And I said, I'm just going to do it on the phone. Mm. Like, the, the you know, when you can look at the preview of the print. It didn't look right. It was another it was, Twitter slight. I mean, we're just it's keep, not keep a track. Be a Twitter we're keeping track. Hey, it's not going Twitter be, you'll see me reading it right here. Right, I've got, right. I actually read through a lot of the Twitter questions. I already know. I got some of them memorized. They were hey, posted let's just before. Roll, let's just roll with them. We, we can do it all. We, all we could hour. do it all show because there's like any not, damn thing to yeah. talk about. By the way, you mentioned the Durant game. They, the Milwaukee should fire their coach today. I mean, could that we is have, the dumbest damn thing I've ever seen. Could we? Could we have? Throwing another guy at him or, or something? Or just how about yeah. there's nobody else on that team going to score right now. Harden has got a torn hamstring. Go right at him on offense. What are you doing? Yeah. They Harden made one shot, right? You made one shot. Yeah. Go straight at him on every possession. They never did that. They settled for jump shots. By the way, Freak kind of sucks now. What happened to that guy? Well, he did have 34. No, he's a different kind of 34. I, never, I got you. You know what I'm saying? He can't hit a free throw. Doesn't feel very impactful. Late in games, you can't trust him. No, at all. Nice. Yeah. I mean, that's a dime right in your hands. You're going to dunk. You're going to score. Dropped it. Uh, just, I think it, part of it is he wanted to get up quick because he knew he was going to get fouled, and he ain't making yeah. both those free throws. And he also loves to shoot threes when he shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, there's it's, a lot it's of tough. weird stuff going on with Giannis these days. I mean, I, he's a nice player. He's sure. just He's not there. Right. Like, when you're watching Durant and then you're watching that guy, well, that guy's won an MVP, too. And yeah. Durant is here. Durant and can take Giannis over a game. Way the hell down here. Durant's gotten in that zone when he was the Warriors. He would get in that zone yes. where he would hit those threes from twenty-eight feet or whatever. He's ridiculous. But not. It was always. It was never like he was the only. Yeah, he it was, was the only one-man show. Yeah, he always. I mean, you know, to his credit and his detriment, he went and joined a super team. So we we wake up today to the news that uh, 
Kawhi Leonard may be out for the remainder of the playoffs. And, Is that true? And Chris Paul may be gone. Really? I didn't read yeah, that. that. That's devastating news for all of us wow. that have enjoyed these playoffs. Chris so Paul Chris Paul too? has had to enter into uh, a COVID-related situation. Oh, right? And right. so he's he, – but, that, I mean, look up at the headline. It came yeah. in just as we were getting started. And then Kawhi's got a knee. He's out. Um, so And just after he had that monster game, it's silliness. Man, if, if somehow the Hawks could get by the Sixers, all of a sudden it kind of opens up for you a little bit. Just stay healthy. Although that, the Hawks lost like their third best players out for the playoffs too. So This this postseason has been this about whole season, injuries. Man. It's but been it's, about injuries. It's it it also weird. because they had, what, two months off? They didn't really have an off season. Well, and if Anthony Davis hadn't gotten hurt, the yeah. Lakers probably so in that all, series. It's, all, it's been it, all bizarre. It's It's been strange. It's attrition. It's, uh, one well, thing, in Brooklyn, it looked like they were going to be Oh, screwed the championship, yeah. Well, but they're the least likable team in all of basketball. So it's like, oh, well. Yeah, heartbreaking to see Kyrie get right. hurt. Everybody, Durant's I like Steve an, Nash. Durant's an interesting case in the sense that, like early on, it seemed like he had kind of the manufactured image, and then it just went off the rails. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no real reason to not like no, him. No, I, I, I still pseudo like Durant. He just he does but annoying the burner things. Twitter stuff. Oh, it's weird. And, and it's just weird. some of his really interviews. really thin odd skin. Yeah, uh, compl- yeah. Like, odd yeah. skin. The yeah. most thin. Yeah. It's really strange to be a dominant player and have that kind of thin skin. Like they're the and we the three of us grew up with Michael. Michael's not having that nonsense. He well, couldn't care less about what you or me or anybody in the world. Well, he he might, didn't care about his teammates. He might think. keep a ledger for who he's going to go back. Oh, at, he may dominate, but he's yes. not going to let you know that it hurts. Yeah, and it's not going to be uh, Joe one six five five on Twitter. <laughs> he's not going <laughs> to be Michael Jordan. Don't give you, yeah, or nor should he yeah. or anybody. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, anyhow, yeah. So I've enjoyed hey, more PT that. for Terrence Mann, though. Yeah, and it was funny the other night. So Bryce, uh, both our boys are at the uh, Leonard Hamilton basketball camp. Uh, shout out to Leonard Hamilton basketball camp. They do a great job. Uh, but Bryce is really starting to. I know Brady did a couple of years ago, but Bryce is starting to really love the NBA. So it's just cool for me to watch a kid go through this process. So we're watching more and more games together. And he knows Terrence Mann's there with the Clippers. And he's like, oh, man, well, can I stay up and watch the Clippers game? Well, yeah, some of it, you know. But the other night, I think Terrence took like two two straight trips. He took a three. Mm. And, and Bryce goes, that's not your game, man. Yeah. Not, and they were both bricks. And he was like, that's not your game, Terrence. I was like, here we go. All yeah, right, he's starting to learn. Yeah, he's starting to learn. He's starting to the rim, Terrence. Like, it's not your game. I was sitting there rolling my eyes when he pulled up for three twice. I was like, what are you doing, Terrence? Is Bryce going to be taller than you? He might be. He's not yet, but he might be. He uh, attempts to tell me on a daily basis how I mean, that day is coming. There. He's taller than me. Yeah. Yeah, he's 5'10", 5'10 and a half, something like that right now. Yeah, he, was complaining, he was complaining because they're playing him at center at the camp. And I was like, dude, you're a tall kid. Well, he's he's enraged about being a center. He doesn't fancy himself a center Ira. <laughs> he yeah. wants to be out in He the wants perimeter. you to know that he can do things he's out a wing. on the perimeter. He'll he's an people, athletic yeah, wing. Yeah. yeah. He keeps telling me that. I said, son, you're playing with 12 and 13-year-olds in some cases. You're 5'10", you're almost 5'11". They're going to put you at center. Yeah. I mean, I don't, but now listen, if you only grow to be 6'1", six, 6'2", six, you know, then then you won't ever be at center again. So enjoy this time at center. <laughs> Develop some post moves. Right. You know, do something. You know, get get the footwork down. Uh, yeah, he was complaining about that too. But I, I listen, it's cool for anybody out there who has kids. When your kids go through the stages that we all went through as a sports fan, it could be any sport. Like when they get into tennis, when they get into basketball, when they get into baseball, it's fun to watch because I sit back and think when I was that age, what was it about those sports that drew me to it? What was it that, you know, that I, that I fell in love with? What aspect of that sport? And 
you know, I think we all grew up loving everything. I went season by season. Like, you know, I, baseball season was baseball season. Football season was football season. Basketball, and I couldn't wait for each. I don't know. I mean, special, you know, the, the, the specificity of what happens now is really annoying. Kids just specify exactly what they want to do at such an early age. It's annoying. Like, I wonder, though, like, when we were kids, I mean, I, I remember my sister and I arguing over, like, McEnroe and Borg. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. McEnroe all day long. Th- taking it back a couple oh. days. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, but not labor. Know. Y'all wouldn't go back to <laughs> we weren't labor and about Don Budge or whoever. No, no. no. <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, like we would literally, we'd go to the park. We would watch their matches and yeah. then we would go to the park and like play tennis like on a basketball court. And you'd pretend to be. Yeah. yeah. And uh, she was left handed. So, it, but I was watching like the Nadal um, Joker, Joker match, match the other match. day. It was a really good match. And I wondered, like, do kids still do that? Are kids watching tennis? They'll go uh, play them on the video game afterwards. Yeah, I don't know if kids are watching tennis. It breaks right. my heart. It's a constant source of uh, consternation for me. Brady I, is. Brady's I, watching it. Is he really? is he? Well, his, his mom oh, gives him right. no choice yeah. Yeah. at that house. At that house, it's <laughs> tennis all the It doesn't matter if it's a major. Oh, really? It's You're watching the, the Key Biscayne Open, Open yeah, or something, yeah, yeah. and it's on. I, anytime I go to pick them up, yeah, it's, it's on. some random tennis match on Listen, the TV. Listen, I grew up playing tennis competitively, loved it, lived it, spent all summer long in camps, competing, doing all of that. I didn't watch those game, those yeah. matches. It's the majors. We're watching the majors. There were a few occasional outliers that you're but, like oh this is a big tournament but here's the other thing though like when we the matches we watched like the tennis they played back then you saw it you felt like okay that's stuff human beings can do oh yeah, yeah. the shots jokers making oh yeah, they don't yeah, make that's sense not, that's no. not normal well people serving at that speed with the equipment it's and it really just, is kind of silly that's why even, women's tennis is better than men's tennis i i like women's yeah, tennis more it's more like real tennis but you can actually watch long rallies although i will say the finals with Sipitis or whatever his name was, uh, who got beat by Joker, th- that was a great match. Five sets, it was a war. There were plenty of long rallies. It's funny to watch him, like, Nadal, where he sets up to return Joker serve. Oh, yeah. He's, like, against the wall. Yeah. Like, if the wall wasn't there, he'd be It's like when Mike Trout comes back. to the plate. And yeah, and their like, backs are on the yeah, fence. Go ahead and stand here at the uh, warning track. It's where I'd be if I was playing, like, uh, table tennis against one of the best in the world. I would be 30 feet off the table. <laughs> like, I just want to hit the ball. They would just drop it. Well, I know, uh, I know, but still, yeah, no I'd want to hit the ball. Go careening into the uh, ping pong table. Well, we're off to a rousing start with some of the headlines. It tells you what time of the year is, everybody. <laughs> Wait, hey, we- I just don't know that I can dive straight into more recruiting. I mean, Warchant.com's hey, man, got I'm you serious. covered. Why don't we just do an all-mail bag? Well, we, we got we, enough questions. We'll, or just chit-chat, guys. Well, we can chit-chat. People with like the, 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 well, let the people okay, dictate I, it. Let me pace guys, it. Guys, I did that for you. Let me pace it. Okay. I'll get us there. Ira's so worried about Twitter getting the slight. Sprinkle some Twitter I'll in the first hour. Sprinkle some Twitter in this first hour, and wow. we'll get it rolling. Yeah, yeah. well, you got way, to man. It's June. I just don't want to hear all the bitching. Yeah, this guy. We'll turn off the mics. Never ends. Guy, are we just going to screw Twitter forever, Jeff? Yeah, I can't have that. That one week, I just walked out, slammed the door. <laughs> he was furious, and he just texted me Stormed in all caps out. later on Twitter. Yeah, I was like, Good <laughs> God, man, let it go. He got over it the next day. Seminal headlines, ninety-seven ninety. It's been radio continues in a moment. Seminal headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. But on the note of, uh, of recruiting and, and, and Florida State football, you know, the three of us, now we can't give it away because we're recording tomorrow, I believe, on warchant.com. Correct. But we all had to do our top 40s. Mm-hmm. I think Ira was last. 
I was. Yeah, well, he did go to Oklahoma City. So I mean, he's still, got a hotel room. Yeah, he's not playing hey, softball. Computer was there in the room yeah, with him. Like, there's a lot of time on your hands, staring at a wall, sitting on an airplane. Yeah, doing what do nothing. you do? Yeah, no, no. Uh, that wasn't a that, that wasn't was, an easy yeah, exercise. That was a toughie. Once I got through the transfers. No, I think once you got through the first, <laughs> yes, yeah, six people total. You yeah. Went, okay, we're starting to struggle. Yeah, it it's was tough. Uh, it's really disheartening. And, and then I this week on the show. Because I talked to Gene about the top 40 list.com, he, he said that he had started a thread on the message boards about the Athlon preview and the Lindy's preview, mm. and that Florida State didn't have a single player on the first, second, or third team in the conference. Yeah. Now, God dog it, guys. Well, I'm just thinking, who's going to go to ACC kickoff? I mean, you're not going to bring which players? Jer- yeah, I mean, you're not going to bring Jermaine Johnson. He's a Georgia He's never transfer. Played it down I, for I, Florida I, State. I would think. Maybe I would you think do. Mackenzie Milton and Jordan. Tra- Jordan I'd say, yeah, I, you know, it would be a but weird. Maybe they just won't take. Maybe they won't take a player. Maybe they'll bring uh, Ramsey, uh, and Derwin James, or something. That'd be Cam pretty McDonald. Cool. Yeah, Cam McDonald's a good choice, and like I don't know, Robert Cooper. He's played. He's been here a while. I don't know. I don't know. Kind of feels like. Um, Corey, this is like I mean, when Boston College leader. basketball brings their players yeah, and nobody like, wants to talk guy? to them. Yeah. They're, they're not going to get a lot of – no outside media is going to want to talk to Cam McDonald or Robert I guess Cooper. you'd bring Jason Corbin. Another uh, transfer. Uh, but he's been here a year. I know, very just hurtful. the whole team. It was, does hurt you. Devontae Love Taylor. Another, Another transfer. transfer. Another guy that yeah. was hurt. Transfer and hurt. Uh, you know what? So you take those those preseason mags and whatever, but they, they don't have a single Florida State player. And we know a Florida State player will make first, second, or third team. There will be somebody that <laughs> Mathematics, first, right? First well, averages. Somebody's going to make yeah. it. But I, I, I coupled that with, I don't know if you saw Bill Conley's preview this week of the ACC. So every week or month, I guess I guess it's every week in the summer he's going to go through a conference and do an S&P Plus advanced analytics preview of, of what to expect. The win total for Florida State, based on again, you can take or leave his numbers, but they're used as a gauge, was five point four wins, mm. and and then he has the you know automatic wins where your percentage to win the game is ninety eight percent, like Jacksonville State, right? And then the the toss up games, and I really did come back to there are four very 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 big toss up games. And Florida State in those games is either like 48%, 53%, 50-50 games. And they are, as we can all guess, Wake Forest, NC State, Louisville, Boston College on the road. Mm -hmm. Those four. If you pick Florida State in the over, if you take the Knowles to get to six wins, and this this is a hurtful (laughs) exercise, just to get to six wins, then you're picking them to win three of those four. Unless you have them pulling... A magnificent upset over the likes of Notre Dame, Clemson, North Carolina, Florida, or Miami. And see, I, and no, that's Miami I, won't be a magnificent upset. And I don't think North Carolina is either. To <clears> me, <throat> I mean, I think we'll see what they are without what they lost. They lost some big time players. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. I mean, I think. I, okay. So a, a I significant I don't know upset that they're on gonna, the road. Yeah, probably but I, a night game. I don't know if they're going to win three of those four, but I could see them winning another game. Right, right. You can substitute one. Like, you can say, yeah. okay, what if Florida's in shambles at the end of the year? What if Miami, you know, uh, is you're Miami? You're getting them in November. Yeah, you get them. And, and I don't, they're not a terribly well-coached team. They do have some good players is the problem, though. And right now, people have better players than Florida State. That includes, like, seven that were on the first, second, or third team in these preview magazines that play at Wake. That's ridiculous. When you see well, that. yeah, but... That doesn't mean that... No, I got you. But, like, you know, again, we have to see it. But Jermaine Johnson's... 
could probably start at Wake and be one of their better no, players. Keir be. Thomas, yes. Jamie Robinson. Yeah. No, I they're not guys. They're not guys that have been recruited, but they're not guys that would be preseason All ACC because they haven't played here. Yeah. But they they should play at maybe hopefully a third team level. Now, second I, team, third team. And yeah. I would say I think that the one the one positive I took away from the top forty thing exercise. Yeah. Was that I've been not I've been very skeptical about the defense, just like everybody else. But even even after the spring, I, I just and being out there so much, I was like, man, I just don't see it. But then. Keir Thomas is a, is a nice piece that we didn't get to see in the spring. He came from South Carolina. If you look at his numbers at South Carolina, he's a productive player. He also graded out well with PFF. And he's a versatile guy. He can set the edge. I mean, he's he's going to kill Dylan Gibbons he's, in practice. He's <laughs> going to kill him. Um, but, you know, you look at what, what they've added, the pieces they've added on the defense, it is it gives you a, a chance. I mean, I think you Jamie Robinson, I like him a lot as that nickelback. I love him. Um, you know, you bring in the – you know obviously, Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas – uh, that Brandon Moore from UCF. I mean, they brought in some nice players um, to go with what they have. Linebackers still a big, huge question. Um, no, they're terrible at linebacker, Ira. They're, they're, let's just say that. It's, it's a, a big question. question. We're going to call it a huge question. question. We're question call it a huge question. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I do think that you can see that they've got some players that can play at this level. Somebody brought up to me the other day, I was talking to somebody who saw like an old – for some reason, I don't know what channel had it on the 2006 Florida State Florida oh, game. I don't want to watch that. But Ooh, the 2006 one. Yeah. Why was that game on? Yeah. Who sits down and goes, "Let's watch what's that 06 FSU <laughs> Florida." What's interesting about it is you think about that 2016, which was terrible overall, but that defense was loaded with NFL players. Yeah. I mean, you had a lot of NFL yeah. guys on that defense, and there aren't a lot of NFL guys. I mean, other than maybe a couple of these transfers, it's hurtful. It's a sobering exercise to go through and do the top 40 this year. It, it, it's been that way for a while. I thought this was the worst year. I thought of all the years we've been doing this, and we've done it for a while now, all of mm. us together, Yeah. I thought this was the worst year. This one, this one depressed me. It's not, I'm not taking shots. These kids will play a better brand of football this year than we saw last year. I agree. They're going to be a better team than they were a year ago. So don't get me wrong, and if you hear me you know, ripping this team – no, I'm a realist. I'm pragmatic. They lack depth of talent, and they lack top-end talent. They're not going to lack toughness. They're not going to lack a want-to and a, and a togetherness that they have been lacking. So that's good. They'll be pulling in the same it's direction. Gonna be, it's going to be a different brand of not good. It's yeah. just, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, but one that you can root for. Like, the worst part about Florida State these last few years, they were not imminently likable teams to root for. They, they didn't play well. They didn't play disciplined. There was a lot of look at me in the midst of losing games. Yeah. Not a, a whole of, lot of toughness. Not a whole lot of toughness. They they would cower the second something went wrong. Yeah. They would taunt after a 17-yard run. But man, they could dance. <laughs> there were there were a lot of these things that I think anybody, even forward-thinking young members of our fan base were like, "Yeah, this is ridiculous." Like you guys are full of confidence for no reason, and you're brash in ways that are unappealing. Like you're a paper tiger; everybody knows it. Well, yeah, and I think when and it's people, really hard to watch. When people hear some of some people our age, well, more your age, guys. Let's yeah, be honest; okay. you guys sure. are in yeah. a different you're age a bracket. You're, you're yeah. in a different age bracket than I am. You got a five in front of it. Um, but you hear us talk like this. And I it's know. like, Oh, these old guys—they don't. Man, understand that two of us 
grew up rooting for Florida State, where Dion would literally throw his hands to the sky. Yes, we 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 like we that. We were all in. It's not when like it's real. Yeah, and it's when it's earned. I love taunting. I love it. I grew up with it. <laughs> I've taunted my whole life. Yeah. I. I mean, I'm a, I. I just Dion. Uh, when it's Dion real. formed when me it's real, yeah. as a, as a child. So like, I love that stuff, man. And I love taunting. And not, I don't love it, but I certainly don't mind it. And I think it's part of sports. And I and the well, look at a way me. to do it. Yeah. All that's cool. Warwick Dunn would score an 80 yard touchdown and then throw his hand up to his ear. Yeah. That stuff's awesome. Yeah. I have no problem with that. It's earned. That work done earned it. Yeah, you can your play. Your 19-yard run play. on third and two doesn't earn it. And your pass breakup when you're down by 44 points looks ridiculous well, but when you they took it, it off. They took it to another level, though. It wasn't. Corey, you just gave them credit for something that I would have been okay with. They would they would oh, get they up drop and a give pass. the incomplete yeah. signal when a guy who's 10 yards behind him and dropped it or it was overthrown yeah. like they had done something. It was almost like they were trying to convince themselves that they could play. And I think that's... That made it worse because they were broken and they were brash in ways that were not appealing. They would get blown out by average to bad teams. It was just hard to watch. I I, I think they'll lose games this year because they're not good enough, but they'll play hard and they'll play together, and fans can get behind that. You can get behind that and root for that. You can say, okay, well, you know, for lack of a better term, let's climb together from this point now. Now that we're all in, let's go. Let's get this together. There'll be a cohesive group. And that, that'll be an interesting study to watch to see, because we do talk, you know, we all acknowledge that in football, it generally is the bigger, stronger, faster team is going to win more often than not. But it will be interesting to see if they can. If the if team they, element. If that, if that propels them a little bit higher than maybe what we expect. Oh, I, I'm rooting for it and hoping for it. I think it's our best shot. It's Florida State's best shot. To, to win more games than the the you know the roster suggests they should is if they play collectively like that and they have some what for to them right. like you know defense is all about the group effort it's right. all about you know sacrificing for the guy next to you and swarming to the ball and making plays and kind of rallying the troops if you will in that way if they play that way obviously they can be a lot of fun to watch and they'll beat the middling teams on their schedule it's not it's the freaking ACC yeah. Right. If they're not in the SEC West, we're going to be all right here. You're not rolling out to Auburn or Texas A&M or Alabama every and you, week. And you can't under you can't overstate how important it would be if they get really good quarterback play. Oh, you're right about that. I mean, it, that is it's it it changes everything on your team. It makes the offensive line better, it makes the receivers better, it makes the backs better, and they haven't had good quarterback play since Jameis left. Well, and this is a fun topic because you can make the counter argument to they're going to be bad with things like this. Well, wait a minute now, Jeff. They got a real quarterback potentially who gets the ball out on time, who pre-snap reads and gets you into right protections, who, you know, understands to give up on a play when it's not there and throws it into the ground. Right. Like these are all you're eliminating negative play after negative play after negative play that puts your defense in a bad situation. Yeah, there's a lot to that. Seminal Headlines 979 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 979 ESPN Radio. And on that note, do I think uh without giving it away again, all of us had uh, Mackenzie Milton very, 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 very high on our lists. Um, What'd you do with the quarterbacks? I had them both in the top five. I think I had. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. I had. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I think they're both in the top five. I, I think I, mean, I, yeah. I, I think if I recall the list, um, I, I may differ with you ever so slightly. I, I think I had. Well, this gives it away, but I think I had Jordan Travis outside my top five, but within my top eight. Ooh. Come on, man, this guy's a Travis hater. I, I looked it up on the list. Fourteen transfers out of the top forty. 
total. I mean, <laughs> on, the, on the executive you, list, on the final yeah, one? on the final one. Imagine if you couldn't do that. <laughs> Imagine what, yeah, hey, yeah. did you look up how many of them were defensive backs? Because I swear every one of us have every defensive back on the team in the top 30. Yeah. It's like, because that's where the talent is on this team. Like, if Travis J meets his potential, that's a freak, man. That's He's what a I was going to bring up earlier. What would be an interesting exercise, I don't know if we should do it on the air because it seems pretty, I don't know, it seems pretty hard to do to college kids. But there's like 10 to 12 guys on this football team that we've been talking about for like two years that we're expecting we're something need to happen. We're going to do something, yeah. And it hasn't happened for Amari a variety Gator's of reasons. high on my list. Yeah. Somebody's got to do something. Travis Shea's a perfect example, though. He was hurt, and yeah. No, I agree with yeah, you. But, yeah. like, this is like a – there's a make-or-break element to a lot of these guys, and what happens with those guys will determine a lot with the season. Is. The biggest part of this defense, I do think they'll play together. We saw some some fight for them in the spring. That was good. They triggered downhill, fought through blocks, by the way, on the perimeter. You never saw that before. That happened. Yeah. They had some newcomers come in, and they had a whole lot of what for to them. The, the Knowles kid, uh, I mean, yeah, there's, Kevin Knowles, yeah, yeah, there's, nice there's some guys, but but I really think their linebackers are going to get put in isolation and coverage. None of them can cover. This is a real problem, and I don't know what you do to fix that. You don't have the guys on the roster. Bring the house. Just bring the house. Well, I, I think What's the matter? teams are going to isolate Amari Gaynor. They're going to isolate whoever's in at linebacker in one-on-one matchups and try to expose Steven them Dix. in the yeah, – well, and, and expose them in the passing game. And I, you just don't have a guy where you're like, well, get him out and put this guy in in this situation. Uh, okay. Uh, it's it's problematic. Um, I, I think that's an element. Get ready to watch that this year. Now, again, if they play smart, they play together against the middling teams in this league, they have some they have some matchups where they're bigger, stronger, faster. They're – they they can you know they can have some semblance of a defense. They didn't have one last year. What I mean, was the plaque for? What was the top forty defense? Last I think we said top fifty. We wanted. I think the plaque was top forty. I think was it? We got them. I mean, they were a hundred ninth or hundred seventh. <laughs> so they're not getting into the top forty this year. I thought. Could, what if, what would be a what would be a number in total defense that you would say okay that was an appreci- that was a 65. very impressive leap sixty five. Can you get in the top 65? Can you get in the top 65? Okay. Is that worthy okay. of a plaque? I'm with you. I'm with you. I th- I, let's I, make it 60. Let's make it more. And is it worthy of a plaque? Because oh, you've sure. jumped sure. almost 50 spots. Well, we've done it before under Mark Stoops, if you yeah. recall. He came in here and made them average. Yeah. Like year one, it felt like a revolution. You're like, oh my God, they, they're not the worst. After the Oklahoma debacle, yeah, it was yeah. like, okay, they started playing defense. And, hey. and I don't know that that was a loaded defense there in terms of talent. No, they yeah. just. Well, it was young talent. They, there was some young, young talent. talent. Yeah. But they also just learned what to do. Yeah. yeah. Like what their responsibilities were. Well, the, the comment from, was it Fabian Lovett in the spring who's like, yeah, this year, this year's going to be different because our defensive ends are actually going to, like, do their job. Yeah. Do what Ooh. they're supposed to do. Do what they're supposed to do or something along those lines. So I think if they get different. If they get into the top sixty defense, you know what's that? A couple extra wins, maybe. Yes, maybe well, that's the difference NC between State. five and seven and seven and five. Yeah, and then you so, know, and if you, I mean, that's a big you, leap, but it it, you, it shouldn't be out out of the realm of possibility. So, Corey, I, think I'll about this, this though: they were one hundred seventh in the country last year in total defense Ugh. without playing Clemson or Florida. I know, I know. What would oh, they have no, been? They would have been last. They would have been one hundred twentieth in the country. This was going to be. This is the point I was going to make, and that's nuts. They I got did a break. Not see. I did not see. Now, I know they existed. I did not see, by season's end, a defense worse than Florida State's. Yeah, I, any game that I tuned into. Dukes. No, I – oh, okay. Those were the two worst defenses maybe in the country. I, I mean, just sitting down week to week. Now, yeah. I, I, I didn't see UTEP play, guys. So, I, you know, I don't know. You, you may have me on that one. 
You know, I didn't watch New Mexico. I don't know. But what I'm telling you is if, in the games that I tuned into, even casually on Saturdays, I didn't see a worse defense than Florida State's. And that Well, I got one me. that's competitive, though. Who? Ole Miss. They were horrible. They were horrible. They were at, almost as bad. They were probably worse statistically than Florida. I just I think that watching awful. them look yeah. that uncoordinated was, as I kept was, bringing it up. It was ridiculous. Yeah. It's what made me – it's when I lost my mind in the middle of the season when yeah. they're like, oh, well, Pittsburgh's got a – you know, that guy's pretty good. It's like Pittsburgh. Well, he, do that on against anybody. he was bro- He was playing on a broken leg. He wasn't going to miss that opportunity. <laughs> and then I was like, what, what are, are we going to say when Bailey Hockman lights him up? Well, and Bailey Hockman lit, lit him up. up. Yeah. Only game Bailey Hockman That's played what well. I was, yeah. I was going to say, the reason the guy transferred NC State was he's like, wait – at least there's one game I'll get to play that defense. I yeah. mean, that was unreal. In my lifetime, I had never – I thought the 9 defense was terrible. Well, that's what I was going to say. Well, that, mean, so, the 9 defense – Was rolling well, over in its grave. Well, that 9 defense was like, boys, what it, are we doing out here? It was the gold standard. Well, I don't know. What's the opposite of gold? Yeah. No, no, it's fair. I get poo. it. Everybody it gets it. <laughs> it was a poo standard. Yeah. yeah. And because it couldn't stop the run or the pass. And I remember specifically during that season writing that it's impossible for a coordinator – to, to call a game when you can't stop anything. And you no, can't take away. You got nothing to fall doesn't, back on. doesn't matter what you do. You what can't. do we play off of, guys? <laughs> yeah. And this defense last year was the exact same thing. They couldn't oh. stop either. And you had guys, there's just no way. And I know everybody wants to indict Adam Fuller based on last season. No, I mean, he might not be the guy. I'm not going to do it. We but, won't know until later. But there yeah. is no way that what those guys were doing in no, those situations none. was what they were told to do. No, there's also no way. And this is where this defense last year was way worse than the 09 defense. That team was terrible, 09. That was very hard to watch on defense. This team last year, again, you couple first-year staff, you've got COVID. kids who've checked out, you throw in COVID, you had no spring. There are a lot of reasons. Again, yeah. this is not a scathing indictment of those kids or those coaches for now. But I have never seen Florida State or anybody else for that matter – Leave guys running wide. Yeah. There's nobody on your screen if you're watching it. And at you're home. getting no pressure either. And, so it's not like you sold it's out. It's unreal. Yeah, so, and you're giving up the, the, inter, the slants. Everything yeah. in the inter- Anything you want, baby. <laughs> you want a nickel, nickel and dime? Well, you want a what? Yeah, that's what yeah. Nickel and nine them? <laughs> <laughs> if you want a nickel and dime, feel free. You want to go up top and score real quick? Go ahead. Get your defense back out there, buddy. No problem. I mean, it was unreal. That Louisville game, I almost broke my television. I, that God yeah. dog it, man! Yeah. What in the world? <laughs> that was after they had actually played pretty well. They walked, like, oh. went down the field. You had to dribble off the turf, touchdown, yeah. and everything else. I'm like, okay, we may win this one today. And next thing I know, dudes are just they made that sorry ass look like he played quarterback. Yeah. That was that, unreal. That game was probably I think that was the most mad I've seen him during a game. There was a shot of him during the game on the sideline. He got to where, where he stopped yelling. Where he looked so seething. just yes because. Because they were in that game early on. What was oh, the yeah. Ontario Wilson dropped that pass. Oh, yeah, well, Keyshawn, Keyshawn, Keyshawn dropped Keyshawn, the pass. Keyshawn dropped the pass, yeah. Oh. And, uh, and then the defense just like said, okay, we're done. We're not playing. And it they did not compete. It was a slow stew, though. Remember that? He yes. went from being very animated to, I'm just going to sit here and yeah. wear this. And just stare. And he's thinking about, what have I gotten myself into? I wonder if coaches, he'll never say this, and they're all so competitive. They have to be to get to this point. But I wonder if when you're in the midst of the wrong end of an ass-kicking like that, you know you've got to flip the roster. You just watch kids quit. You also know you're not real good and you won't be for two or three more years. So you have this Herculean thing that lays before you that you've got to accomplish. I wonder if at any point they find a reprieve from the stress and the frustration by thinking, I'm really rich. 
Yeah. I have made a lot of money this year. I don't year. think at that stage of his career. You know, <laughs> probably not at that, that moment on the sidelines. Like, well, I'm going to go. I guess I'll open up my app on my phone and I look just, at this account. I mean, I am rich, guys. Yeah, you crazy rich. rich. Like, it's I'm crazy. generationally like, rich. Like, go over to one of the other coaches and be like, I know we just gave him a touchdown. I'm rich as hell. Yeah. I, I, I made, I made $11,000 that hour. Today. Today. Yeah. Just now. Watch this next. After this punt, just think about a grand being deposited in my account. This is amazing. It's really amazing. So I looked it up. So um, actually, LSU had a worse defense last year. No, no. And I, and that, Miss, they felt like it. And Ole Miss, did, Ole Miss gave up 520 yards per game. Statistically, I thought LSU and Ole Miss fit the bill in terms of those numbers. But the difference I, I is they know, played. Man. They played Alabama. They played Florida. Correct. They played. Re- they played I mean, prolific they were. Offenses. They were. Do, Florida State was giving giving up four hundred fifty yards to everyone. Two teams who can't play. Duke got shut out by Miami the week before. Put up thirty five. Pitt Bailey Hawkman threw his first touchdown pass since high school. The Relative kid Pitt, to the competition, I, mean, yeah, Corey, the, I think that it, it was, was the worst defense as, I it was saw. It was certainly as bad as anybody else. What would have Alabama done to our defense? What I'm would, telling you. What would Clip, Florida have done Clemson and that Florida defense? would have put up 60 points each. Well, I mean, I, I didn't think it was out of the realm of possibility, given his anger and everything else, that if they had rescheduled that Clemson game, you'd have seen an 80 spot or a 90 spot put on Florida State. Maybe. Uh, and, and to say that out loud, people recoil and think, you traitor, you a-hole. I can't believe you said what, man? That we were powerless to stop it. Well, the thing is, I mean, it's in in you com- the combination of guys not buying in because of all the different things right. you, you talked about, um, and then also just a lack of talent. I mean, this team <laughs> doesn't have. I mean, you know, people like North the North Carolina game. You know, I, I was talking to somebody afterwards, and they're like, I couldn't understand why we couldn't stop that back or we couldn't do it. It's like their guys are better than your guys. Well, yeah. that's the stark realization that I. You know, people get mad when we do these preview things, but you come back to it time and again. You have to be slapped across the face with the reality that they don't have good players. Now, somebody's going to throw recruiting rankings at me, and somebody's going to say, no, they didn't. Man, go watch them play. They're not bigger, stronger, faster than the vast majority of the people Maybe that they play. Maybe they're getting there, play. though. Maybe they're getting there, now, though. I That's think the whole. No, the healing process has started. I believe that in earnest, right. and I got a glimpse from the inside. It was a wonderful exercise to be part of that. Uh, to see Coach Norvell and his staff relating to players, those players responding to that message, caring for one another. This was the most uplifting spring that I've been a part of in a very long time, just to see it, because I didn't get the inside glimpse for, for Willie. I know mm. we were all pumped up for Willie, and it was a different voice because Jimbo was so bitter at the end. So we embraced yeah. that, and it sold out, and we all went, and we were hopeful. He was the rebound. Yeah, but I didn't get the inside. I didn't get to go in the locker room. I didn't get to go in the staff room. I didn't get to go to Willie's house to see the team party. I got to do those things this spring. And thanks to Coach Norbell. And I mean, I'm not trying to kiss his ass. It's just that there was a real on, you know, boots on the ground. I'm watching these interactions. I just, I probably talked less there than I have at any point in the last five years. I just stood in the background, shut up, tried to be a fly on the wall and watch all the coaches talking to players, players interacting with their position coaches, each other, all of it. And it was really, really uplifting. It, it, it's an important thing to see. And I don't, you know, we'll see, you know, signing days not for another six months, seven months, five, well, the December ones in five mm. months, six months. Um, but I just don't think you get, unless the players are sending that message, when recruits come on campus, there's no way you get an A.J. Duffy. I mean, A.J. Duffy's one of the top quarterbacks in the country – Everybody I know that whose opinion I trust loves him. Loves that kid as loves a quarterback him. as a future. can't miss is what I've been told. And then the Travis Hunter kid, and I, you know, I just think that you and and one of the things you hear from recruits who are coming on campus and good God knows there's been a million of them seven hundred last two weeks. 
But they all talk about one of the first things they all talk about is what the current players are saying. And that's that's a good sign, man. Oh, it's, really been good sign. it's been a if while. It's been a while. If he if he shows grit and heart like we think he will, do can we call him Tuffy Duffy? You certainly can. You certainly can, and I'm pretty sure you will. I think you've just decided at this very moment, folks, exactly what his uh, nickname is going to be. Seminal Headlines, 97.9 ESPN Radio continues in a moment. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next. Seminal Headlines returns now on 97.9 ESPN Radio. So we wrap up the hour really briefly, and, and I, I'll just say that we, those Twitter questions flew by. Yeah, but this was really good content, and that's Twitter. Mm. So I'm just saying. Gotcha. Uh, Another shot. One, one, one thing I'll note here is that if they do play hard and they only win six games, they'll be a lot more likable than some teams we've had that I've seen Florida State had that won eight or nine games and really didn't get the most out of their talent and played in a way that was unbecoming. You know, like I, I, I can get down with the process of watching the rebuild because, A, you don't have a choice, but, B, think about all the teams you've watched from afar build something that you knew was on the come where you were like, oh, he's got something going there. And we've watched countless teams over the years in various conferences where where they get the right guy and he comes in, and that first year, maybe you're not paying them any attention because they haven't mattered in their conference in eons, and then they win a game they're not supposed to. And everybody's kind of like, oh, look at that. Look at South Carolina. Okay. And the next thing yeah. you know, they've won eight or nine games. Kentucky's a better example under Mark Stoops right now, right? Kentucky's kind of built a steady product. They don't suck. You've got to show up and play to beat Kentucky now. And somewhere along the way, you acknowledge it. You're like, okay, he's going to get something out of them. They're going to beat. Now, Kentucky's ceiling is much lower than Florida State's ceiling. So the second you have that moment where you go, okay, they're not good. But they're on their way. That, to me, is something that people buy into. You love to watch that. I, under Jimbo, it happened. Like, there's a moment in time where you're like, okay, now it's only a matter of can they win a national championship? Not are they going to be better? Not are they <clears> – <throat> excuse me, <clears throat> I'm getting choked up, guys. <laughs> and not are they going to be better? Not are they going to, you know, beat the teams they're supposed to beat? But can they take the next step and win a national championship? That's eventually – we got there pretty quick with Jimbo. I don't know how quick it'll be with Norvell because the rebuild's bigger. Uh, well, you can get back into playoff contention uh, here coming up in a couple of years pretty yeah, quickly. Yeah, 12 teams. Hell, everybody's in contention at I that mean, point. Literally, if you're a top 15 program, you're in contention. And I don't think any of us would be stunned if in three years this team is a this program's a top 15 program. I don't think that's no, asking I, too much. I, no, in three years, no. I wouldn't be stunned. You know stunned. what I mean? Two or three years, I don't think that's – I mean, I'm not saying – I'm not predicting it, but I'm saying it, it, it's not that out of the realm it's of possibility. It's a big year, man. It's a really, really big year for so many reasons. I, they, they've got to get – in, in, there has to be a belief instilled in the boosters and the fans of this university. The, the you know the fans, the alumni, the anybody who supports Florida State athletics. The, football is the is is the whole thing. You you got to have some some hope, some reason to book your plans to come to Tallahassee and go see games again. I mean, I I'm worried what that stadium's going to look like for much of this season. It's disappointing. I mean, there's no way around it. I think Notre Dame will be sold out, but. Beyond that, guys, it's going to be sparse. Yeah, you know, I, I think the the one thing, one of the things that they need to do, I, and this I've talked to some people over at FSU about this, is, and, and this is somebody that works there has made this point to me, and I agree is with it, it. Is it more fireworks? No. Country <laughs> artists for post-concert <laughs> celebrations? It's also like not sending a message, but but telling a different story a little bit about like the the level of competition in the conference, who you're playing, this 
school has always just dismissed the ACC. Yeah. Rightfully so in the yeah. 90s. Oh, well, yes. And for because a good part of the 2000s. Because they didn't lose until they played Virginia one fateful night. But, I mean, Jesus. But this new commissioner, Jim Phillips, I mean, he is sending a message behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. He's, he's sending it in front of the scenes, too, but definitely behind the scenes to all these other schools that football has got to improve across the board. And 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 you have to make a commitment. And this the network's going to make a commitment. And they're, they're doing every they're, – they're putting a lot of things in place to improve the product of football because they have to because that's the only way they're going to make money and compete with these other leagues. And these other teams – conferences are – these other teams are getting better. Like that point I made about North Carolina. And like last year, I talked to a couple of friends who just couldn't believe – you know, they won the game, but, like, they couldn't believe going into the game that North Carolina was seen as this, yeah. you know, juggernaut. And it's like, that, that program's gotten a lot better. A lot better. A lot of these teams in the in the conference are a lot – Wake Forest is a lot better than it used to be. Um, and, and so the, the fan base, I think, needs to understand that those games are going to be competitive football games. Like, it, it may bother you. It may feel like it's your birthright to be Florida State and, and not have competitive football games against NC State, Louisville, Boston College, whatever. But that's the reality. Well, that's where they are right now, though. I but, think when Florida State's operating at peak efficiency, they aren't close games against Wake. No, no, I agree with you there. I mean, yeah, they're not. But but, but it's also, you're not, you know, I mean, look, there's a two-year window where Florida State was that Florida State. Yeah. But over the last 25 years. It's, it's tough to stomach. That's true. Yeah, no, I think I'd give you, I'd give you a, a, a good example. Any given year, Pitt's a pretty good football team. Right. Like they, they play should, pretty good football. They, you they're physical. Be, You're not yeah. going to roll in there and drop sixty on them. You shouldn't be offended, <gasps> right? To to like, should I really go watch a Florida State Pitt football game? And Pitt's a decent. It's a good solid. It, their yeah. Pitt's as good as Mississippi State or whoever. Yeah, yeah, it is yeah, yeah. The, Pitt's in that category. Yes. yes, they are. Yeah, no, they are. And listen, it's going to be hopefully something we all really get used to because then it means the mandate is working. Right. Like you can't have these schools half assing like. BC had a good year last year. I'm going to leave them out of the argument. They played they well. They, did. they had a good coach, and they played well. And he was a first-year guy. He's like the only first-year guy I saw really get something. Briefly, Pittman did at Arkansas, but then they fell off yeah. a cliff. But, I mean, I don't – most first-year people struggled their ass off. But bottom line is, like, Syracuse is going to be terrible this year. They're probably going to make a change. But they, it, at some point, you're going to have to have the floor be – raised right. quite a bit now every every conference is going to have a and duke is terrible this year that's good to see but they've punched way above their weight class for a decade now mm-hmm. uh yeah good i just yeah, think, I think that, I, again you, but the the mindset of like in the 90s there were two games that mattered yeah all every year there was two Florida games that and Miami. yeah <laughs> but now it's like you know you do need to get in the mindset man all these games matter these are not a big weight game is a big game that's the biggest game this year that louisville I at home is a big game Got to win that you, game. You, that's my and that's, yeah. so that's my point. Is like I don't. The Florida State fans need to stop looking at those games as beneath them, uh, especially right now. Oh, you should definitely. There's not a. There are very few teams. UMass, Jacksonville State, and uh, yeah. So Syracuse show, are I guess the only you ones that show you up for them. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Show up for them. Don't just uh, again. That's easy for us to say. We get paid to cover games. But I'm saying if you've got yeah, season tickets, yeah, it's tough when you're living in St. Pete and yeah, got to come up here. But if you've no got season tickets. Don't just say I'm going to the Miami Notre Dame game. They all matter, and they're all big games. Yeah. And, they, and, and they, you're not overwhelming the. It's not yeah. like in the '90s I where they weren't competitive. Yeah, I wouldn't go to the Florida State Duke game at Duke because no. it's, no. it's over at halftime. Yeah. Why would I do that? Drive down from Atlanta, but it's not the '90s anymore. You know, that's oh, all, we're all far from it, my friend. And we all have houses Maybe. that people can stay at. And if the only games you're going to go to are the Florida, <laughs> come on in, come yeah. on in, guys. If the only games you're going to go to are the Florida and Clemson games. You're probably, you might be disappointed in the games you, you <laughs> yeah, go yeah, to. Yeah. You know? yeah, you're not going to be fired up about those results. At least for likely. the uh, foreseeable future. That is, that you, could is be in a clo- you could actually watch a close game in Doak. 
Think about that, guys. Think about that. The people that just come for the Clemson and Florida well, games. Well, I think if you pull up the – I mean, obviously the Notre Dame game is big, but if you if you go through here, you're right. Like, NC State is a good example. That should be a war. The, NC State's going to be – I took the over on their win total, by the way, because they're good up front on the offensive defensive lines. And the kid who got hurt at quarterback last year when yeah. Hawkman had to come in, was it Leary, good, whatever his yeah. name? He's a good player. Yeah. That team on paper should beat Florida State. Now, that game's here. And, and, we play, and we play well here against them. They got Corey Durden and Cyrus Fagan, too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. my, my it, point all is. All those trade secrets. But I would say this. If Corey Durden cares to play, he could be a problem, um, especially for this offensive line. But I, I would I'd say that's a game where fans could make a difference. Yes. That's a huge game. Florida State needs to win that game if we're getting to that's six or seven wins. That's a cap five maintain, baby. It may very that's well FSU be. That's State. I may be sounding the alarm, boys. <laughs> I'm just letting. There's an early preview of yeah. some uh, air horn coming your way. <laughs> Uh, All right, this time we will get to headliner questions. It's all next. Stay tuned. Seminal Headlines will take a breather. More next.